Welcome to the Run Radio Podcast. My name's Trina, and my guest co-host today is Brenda Main. Welcome. Hi, thank you. It's nice to be with you today. It's nice to have you here. We've both been runners in the community for a while, and we were just talking about how it's such a great group of people. What is your favorite thing about our running community? Well, you know, when I run races in Springfield, or in the surrounding areas, but specifically Springfield, I am amazed at how we are, we, we come together with each other, you know, 2020, for example, that was amazing. Even though everything shut down races in Springfield, Bass Pro, they still happened. And that was just amazing. And people look out for each other. Runners look out for each other. Um, the posts that come onto Facebook when something tragic happens, they come on and they share it. So other runners don't have to deal with that. Um, and then even just the community people, they come out for the races, they cheer us on. And that's what keeps me going at a lot of races. What made you get into running to begin with? Oh my goodness. It's kind of long. And I've been thinking about that's this okay. knowing we were going to chat, but so I'll try to, I'll try to make it more concise. Um, growing up, I was a, a little girl who loved to play outside. Mm-hmm. I loved to play kickball, ride my bike roller skates, play outside until it was dark. And then beyond that, you know, it was safe in the sixties and seventies to do that. Um, but then I, as I got older, got into junior high and high school, I was the band and choir geek. I wasn't an athletic person. In fact, I was quite awkward in gym classes and I didn't do well in most of the stuff. And, um, it just wasn't my thing. And so I, I went away, to, I came to Springfield to go to Evangel. It was in Evangel College, now Evangel University. Mm-hmm. And to my demise, everybody had to take a PE credit, which was a running credit. Really? I, yes. Yeah. And I thought, oh my gosh, I can't run. And uh-huh. in my mind, I thought I was fat. And it's funny, recently we pulled out some family pictures. I don't know why I ever got the idea that I was a fat kid. I was a little chubbyish but not fat. But in my mind, I was a fat young lady. And I'm thinking, I can't run. I'm too big to do that. And so I, but I had to, and girls had to run a 10 minute mile. And that to (laughs) me was like, I can't do that. So I had to try. And I had a friend on my floor. This was my freshman year. And I had a friend on my floor that had been my sister's friend at Evangel as well, because she had come to Evangel and had graduated in the spring before I came in the fall. But her friend, her name's Karen, um, she was still on the same floor I was living on. And Karen loved to run. So she said, I'll run with you. I thought, okay. So we started running. And as I started running, I noticed a couple of things. One, I lost weight. Two, I felt really good about myself. And I really, there was just this something that made me just feel so alive when I ran. And first it was very slow and it wasn't very far, but then we just kept building. And I can still remember the first time we ran six miles. Oh yeah. I I was like, oh my gosh, I ran six miles. And you know, so I did that through college and I loved it. And then I got married (laughs) and I started a family. And I tried once in a while to go out and run, but it just was not, it just didn't work with little kids and stuff. So it wasn't until in just into the 2000s, um, my husband and I, we became U.S. missionaries with the Assemblies of God. Mm -hmm. And we were living in the Chicagoland area. And um, I had always homeschooled our three children. 
And when we moved to Illinois, I checked into their policies in the state, what I needed to do to be compliant with the laws. And one thing they had to do is they had to have some kind of a phys ed credit. <laughs> like, how do I do this? So uh -huh. we joined the Y. Okay. YMCA. And mm -hmm. it became family. My husband ended up being the opener. We were there all the time. And it was a slow start. And yeah. I can remember I could run. I could barely run, but I ran, walked, and it just mm -hmm. kept building, kept building. So then my husband and I, we decided to do a few 5Ks and a few 10Ks. We did a 10-miler Quarryman Challenge, which was unbelievably hard, and um, we just really enjoyed it. But in that, I got injured. Oh, no. So I went, I went to a chiropractor. My sister was a, a true advocate of, a, of chiropractic, so I went to him. And he just adjusted me, said I just had some angry muscles and joints. And so I shared with him, I said, well, when I was born in the 60s, late 60s, I was born in 66, I'm 57. I'm not embarrassed by my age. I have no problem with my you age should at not all. Be. I'm not. Um, and I'm not sure about 60. We'll see. Ask me again <laughs> in years. <laughs> I, feel, I don't know. Um, but I shared with him, so when I was born, I was about almost 18 months old before it was found that I was born with hip dysplasia. Oh, and he said, wow, really? I said, yes. And so I told him, I said, what I remember my mom sharing um, was one of the sockets was completely out and the other one was mostly out. Hmm. And she kept trying to get my doctor to listen that there was something wrong. I wasn't walking like I was supposed to. And it took finally a specialist seeing me. I don't remember any of it because I was only like 18 months old Yeah, and there's no pictures. My mom wouldn't let anyone take a picture. So there's like, really mom, was it real? Did it happen? Um, but they took me in and they got everything adjusted, put me in a body cast for like six weeks. Oh goodness. So as I was telling this chiropractor that he said, well, you know, you probably should never aspire to run a marathon. That'd be a lot of wear and tear on your hips. Well, well, <laughs> long after that life changed on us and we relocated back down here in Springfield. Uh -huh. And it wasn't long after that, that I found out there was this thing called the Bass Pro Marathon <laughs> and I had okay. my challenge. So I signed up and I ran my first marathon at the age of 45 in 2011. Your first full and marathon. My first, And I never had ran a half. I had never oh, ran oh. a half. Like, Yeah. So we ran a handful jumped. like turkey trots and and right. 10 10ks and a couple things like that but I'd never even ran a half and I was like okay I'm gonna prove him wrong um by the time I was done I will never do this again this is awful why do people do this this is so horrible I had a goal to finish in four and a half hours and I did it in four hours and 19 minutes nice um, and about two weeks later I was in a gym at Evangel has, has a gym. And I was, my husband and I were in there. One of the coaches said, well, that sounds really like you did a great time. Did you have to walk any? I went, yeah, I had to walk a little bit from mile 22 to mile 24, 25. I was really hurting. My hips were hurting really bad. And he said, oh, that's too bad. <laughs> and I thought I have to run another one and prove to myself I can run the whole thing. And since then I have just, I've, I just, I love it. It's my time. Um, I don't know, it's my time with the Lord. A lot of times I've done a lot of praying when I've been out running, mm -hmm. I've met people that I would have never met. Not as much anymore. Cause I don't run on trails 
even the local yeah. in-town trails. I don't run on them by myself anymore. Yeah. Um, but even so, I've met people that see me because I'll run the same course around and around in my neighborhood. And then they'll say, hey, I've seen you out running before. You must really enjoy love, you know. So it, it's it's just been one of those things where um, I've often been asked and I'll say, you know, I run because I can. Yeah, right. Um, didn't sure. I run? I can. The doctors told my mom, if they, mom and dad, if they hadn't caught it when they did, I would have been wheelchair bound all my life. Oh my goodness. Yeah, what a blessing. Would have set in and there would have now, you know, nowadays that's not true, but I was born in the late sixties. So mm -hmm. medical stuff was different. Yeah. Um, I have been to a doctor since after my, after my first Bass Pro, cause my hips hurt, hurt so bad right. and they read a full, full panel of x-rays. And he said, I have to tell you, your hips are put together perfectly for being the fact that you were put together by man. Oh so often people that are put together by, and he kind of looked at me and said, you can say it. And he goes, people that are put together by God aren't always put together this well. He said, you are really spacing. It's beautiful. Because you know what? Run. <laughs> yeah. Do you credit the, the muscular strength and building to running and having that muscular strength built up from that? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I do know that I, if I'm not careful and I've noticed it more, cause I know we've talked about talking about over once we're over 50 and more of my running has been over 50 than before 50. Wow. Great. Long distance running because yeah. I'm 57. So seven years of the, of long distance running opposed to, um, but I do notice if I'm not careful and I don't do things like the stretching stuff, I find myself injured much more so, but I don't know. That just could be because the way I'm made. Have you run a half since then? Yes, I have. In fact, I just did the best pro half. Um, and I did the, for the first time, the Fris Frisco mm -hmm. trail. Yeah, I Frisco did that. Trail. I did that half this year. I decided to take a year off of fulls. Um, yeah. Last yes. year I ran the Bass Pro full and it really beat me up. I don't think I was ready and I had been sick previously and I went ahead and pushed and did it anyway. And I paid for it. I was sick yeah. for a couple of weeks afterwards. I was really yeah. beat up afterwards. So I thought, you know what? I'm just going to do a couple halves and I had a blast at the Bass Pro half. Yeah. Great. Yeah, I, I I like blew it out of the water for me. I wanted to do it in two hours and I did it in an hour 54. Wonderful. So I like, Fantastic. Yeah, I, was, I, was so I was so stoked. This year, you guys had a great day for that race. Yeah, we really did. And really then did. I did Dogwood 25K and that was even good weather too. Yeah. And now, and, and talk a little bit to me, trail running and road running and especially when you go to racing those mm -hmm. they are like a different exercise completely yes. they're a different sport yes they are yeah they're they just are. I, I prefer street racing me too that's that is really true I'm not a big fan of the trail racing so but my husband if he's going to run he prefers the trail racing I see. So we signed up again this year and then he wasn't able to do it. He's okay. has some genetic things um, that are kidney and heart related and it's all genetics. He's had open heart surgery at 50 to mm -hmm. change out a, a bicuspid aortic valve to a try. And then he lost half of his kidney a couple years later. He actually had what's called a horseshoe kidney. So all one, it didn't separate like it was supposed to when he was in the womb and it's all linked together stuff. Um, and he lost the whole left portion. And he just does didn't feel like that he could run a 25K. So yeah. I said, okay, I'm going to do it by myself then. He volunteered, which was fun oh, having him great. there volunteering. Um, 
but the trail, this trail race, I don't know about others. I've only ever done the dogwood. Yeah. This thing is a beast. It, you said it. <laughs> it is a beast. Oh you, my goodness. You leave all expectations at the starting line right. and don't look back. It is so different. Yes, but it it's is. Beautiful. And it feels so good to finish even when you're walking and hurting. Yes and struggling yep. it is just like it's so different it's hard to articulate were you out there this this not this year, year. no okay, I've only done you. it a few times and it was like I'm saying it was yeah. just it's not natural for me it is hard my ankles roll and it's just yep. it's, oh my gosh yeah this year was really bad um I saw a lot of people fell apparently because oh, the, yeah. the leaf coverage was so bad you oh. couldn't see the rocks and such underneath it um I turned my ankles probably three or four times. I don't even remember which legs, I, both legs at some point. Yeah. Um, one time I did bite it and I just came flying onto the ground. Oh. And so sadly, I am dealing with a little bit of issue with my hip, uh. the opposite hip that I fell on, but I've been in, nothing's broken. And that was my fear. Right. When I first fell, I laid there. I thought, wait, did I break anything? Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> okay. scary. Get up yeah. and yeah. move. Because yes. you have to get, you have to keep moving. Even if you did break an arm or something, you got to keep going to you find help. Yeah. But, um, and then the one that was fun, was actually funny. There's a section and um, I haven't ran it for a couple of years and it had changed, but there's a section where it's single file. I mean, only one runner can go through at a time and you kind of go down this area and then go back up these rocks and you, this year, it was really treacherous to get back up. Ooh. And as I went back up, I lost my balance. Thank you, Jesus. There was somebody behind me because his <laughs> hand just went whoop, and just pushed me right up. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, there's runners for you. Yeah, that is a perfect example. Yes, because he, I mean, I don't even know who it was. I, but he just pushed me right up. I mean, he would, didn't even think twice. Like, don't oh, my gosh. Because right. I don't know what would happen if I'd kept falling. It'd been crazy. So of all the races that you've ran in the Midwest, let's say just in, you know, the Springfield Ozark area, okay. what's been your favorite race? I don't care what distance. Oh gosh. Well, since you made me stay here, <laughs> <laughs> otherwise I would tell you what was my most absolute Well, do tell me one. that one too. Tell me that one too. Okay. Um, here, I just, I love the Bass Pro Full mar Marathon. Now this year, the half was just, I don't know. I talked to John Everett afterwards, who's a, you know, icon in the running community. And um, I beat him. I got in before he did. And he said to me, he goes, wow, you really beat it up, didn't you? I said, I, I don't know what it was. It was like a rare form. My, I kept looking at my watch going, I shouldn't be running this fast. I should slow down. And I'd ask myself, but do you feel okay? Yeah, I feel good. I'll just keep yeah. going. Oh, that's the best. And I told him, I said, you know, and he agreed. I don't know. I may just go to halves because I had fun. And I was done. When I was done, I still felt good. I didn't yeah. feel like, okay, somebody just picked me up off the ground and dragged me home because I am all spent. And, but I told myself, but I don't know. I don't, I, I still want to do another full or two. Oh yeah. Well, I, I, I go for it. When I'm in top form and I can do them all, I, the half has been my favorite mm -hmm. because of what you're saying. It's a great challenge. You really have to put a lot of energy to it, yep. but you're not put out you're not spent for as long yes. in recovery like you yes. are in a full exactly um, but I you know I haven't ran a lot of marathons yeah. in the midwest other than um fast pro and then I've done run for the ranch I've mm -hmm. attempted it three times um the first time I think was 2017 
And it was so cold. It was like 14 degrees out. It was just, and I don't do cold. I'm just telling you, my, my yeah. sweatshirt vet says, um, yes, I'm cold. I'm always cold. Yep. Um, and, but I, I wanted to do it. My husband actually works for the Good Samaritan Boys Ranch. So okay. I felt like, okay, I'm a runner. I should run this thing. And he volunteered and I ran and I made it somewhere in my sixth of the eight loops. I was in my sixth loop, I believe. And I, my, I made the mistake and I grabbed a goo off of the table and I hadn't been training with those specific goos. Yeah. And it made my stomach cramp up. And so then I had to walk. Oh, and once I slowed down and started walking, then everything in me just froze. I was just so cold. I, I tried to start, I couldn't make my body move. It was the weirdest yeah. thing. So I stopped at 20 miles, which I go, okay, 20 miles. I still ran 20 miles. And I was crying. I was so, I was so mad at myself, but I just, I just couldn't do it. And then I did it two more times after that, but I'm still toying with maybe doing half this year. I haven't signed up yeah. yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's cold when, always. When you were so upset, how did you kind of, how'd you pull yourself out of it? Cause it can be pretty devastating, even though, just like you said, yeah. you still did 20 miles, but in yep. your head, you're like, I was six short. Yep. Um, well, after I got done beating myself up, yeah. You know, mentally and verbally. Um, my family always is right there. I'll tell you what, Good. next to God, I give God, Hey, I give God all the credit. I hope that's okay that I, but yeah, I know, I know some <laughs> of your background. So I give God all the credit for my running and that he allows me to do it. Cause mm -hmm. I feel like that that is just something he allows me to do. Um, but then next to that, my husband and my three grown kids and two of them are married. And then my three little granddaughters and my sister, um, they are just like my biggest fans. They're always, some part of them are always with me in my races, cheering me on, running around Springfield, trying to find me at different locations and just there making signs, just, and the, the older two grandbabies running with me on the street, just a little ways and then Aww. stopping with one of their other parents. And that, I mean, that's just, so then they're always the ones, mom, you're great. You did an awesome job. Mom, stop. It's okay. You did awesome. So usually it's that, and then the recollection that, or the recognition that there are people who can't. Yeah. Yeah. So I need sure. to not whine about it. I for need sure. to just be happy with what I did and there'll be another race another day. Was that one of your worst experiences running or have um, you had anything? Yes and no. Last year's Bass Pro, I mean, like I said, it just it took me way longer than any. I had yeah. to use a porta potty a couple times. It was just, I just didn't feel good. Um, trying to think. I ran one up in Illinois, Northern Illinois one year. I've never gone back to that one. A, I don't have family. Okay, I'm one of these people that if I have to go and stay in a hotel and spend a lot of money, I don't go run races. Mm -hmm. That's why I love running local because I, I do my too. own bed and eat my own food. It and makes no a difference. Fed. It makes a big it difference. Does. It, it really does. does. Um, but when we got it, my sister was living up there at the time. And so we stayed with her and we walked out to the car that morning at like five o'clock or something. And I walked out and I said, I am not the slightest bit chilly in my shorts and my singlet. This is a problem. And it got super ah. hot during the race and they were having to hand out ice. And yeah. I did, I, I, um, up to that point, I had never, other than my first marathon, I had never had to walk in a marathon mm. and I had to walk a lot in that one. And I caught myself crying and feeling like I, I was not 
doing what I should have been doing. And then I realized there were people that couldn't even finish. And I had to, and I've gotten to the place where I've come, I finally have rallied around to the point. It's okay to sometimes walk in a race. A lot of people will even just walk the whole thing. Yeah. So yeah. far be it by me to judge others for that. So I shouldn't judge myself that way. If I have yeah, to walk yeah. to finish, I'm going to walk and I'm going to finish. At least I finished. <laughs> yeah. There's something about some of those hard races that do, they make you more of a runner. I they do. I really they do. do. They There's do. lessons in them that you mm -hmm. only understand once you've went through them. Exactly. For but sure. my ultimate favorite. Yes. Called the wine glass marathon. It's out in New York state. Okay. My husband's from New York state, not the city, but from the state up, right. upstate New York. And, um, it was my second marathon. So I ran fast pro the first time in 2011. And then in 2012, I ran the wine glass. And then two weeks later I ran Bass pro. Oh, wow. And the wine glass is on old highway and off to the left are all the mountains and the trees have changed color. And it was like this pipe dream where you start in one town and I, we ran from one little town to the next town to the next town. And then we came back around and we came in Corning, New York. If you've ever heard of Corning glass. That's, oh, okay. Yeah. That's where that's from. Oh, and it was just, I don't know. It was, it was just the beauty of it and just the excitement of it. We went on a trip. Of course we saw family, but we went on a trip and it's just, my husband said, you should, we should go back and you should run it again. And I'm like, no, no. Cause it may not be as great the next time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just want to keep that memory. And the metal, the metal is actually made out of is glass. Oh, neat. Yeah, it's beautiful. beautiful. So that's, and I've, I've ran Boston and that's Yay. not even my favorite. Wow. Really? Okay. Um, so today, how many have you done? How many full? How many full? I should have counted. Um, 16 really goodness yeah. i think i've done okay. 16 and i've i've attempted i had to quit a couple times one time and it was in 2017 my husband wanted to do it so i said okay we'll take it slow and we did it together and we had to pull out at mile 17 he, oh, wow. he was not doing well and then it was two years later that he had open heart surgery because then okay. that was when everything started to snowball with his heart um so I, we pulled out of that one i pulled out of the run for the ranch early I think that's the only two that I've quit. Yeah, I think yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, something yeah. like that, sixteen or seventeen or yeah, yeah. And I've done one ultra. That's not for me either. Yeah, I still that's still somewhat on my bucket list if I can get back into the racing. But I don't think it will be something that I ever do on a. Have you list. heard of mainly marathons? No. So it's just like it's spelled M A I N. L-Y-M-A-R-A-T, whatever. Yeah. And if you just Google them, they do, um, and that's how I did my ultra. They do regional and oh. they will do them seven days in a row in that region. You don't have to do, I don't know how these older people have, I mean, I'm an older people, but I mean, older people have this money and they'll go and they'll do all seven and oh. they walk them a lot. A lot of them will just walk them. Now here's the thing, it's repetitive. It's the same loop around and around and around. It's not an official race. There's wow. no official timing. They just say go. <laughs> and every time you complete a loop, you grab a rubber band and you put it on your wrist so you can keep track of how many oh, times you've been around. It yeah, can get repetitive, but it's fun because there's so yeah. many people yeah. out there having fun together. And that's how I did mine. It was the first year they offered a um, a 50K mm -hmm. and I had turned 50 that year. And I was oh, like, cool. okay, I want to do that. So I, fin I wasn't sure. So I finished the full 
And I kind of stood there for a few minutes. I thought, you know what? I might as well do it. I'll never, I'll never do it if I don't do it now. Yeah. So I kept yeah. going. That's how relaxed it is. So, I mean, I've done a 50 K, but it wasn't timed officially or anything. Yeah. Like that. But you know, I can say I did it. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Did you walk some in that? Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit after I stopped, if I stop, that always messes me over. I, I do have a hard time with that. If you, you know, stopping and starting to me is, uh, is you have to learn that to yeah. stay in race form. It's always been harder for me to stop and then get going again. Yes, absolutely. So, but I mean, there is a talent to it. And I, I mean, I've seen people, I'm like, they're walking and they've crossed the finish line before. <laughs> so it yeah, exactly. So exactly. No I have learned because I've always been one that, um, well, I have this good friend. She was a running coach for years. I don't think she's running as much. She's doing some biking now. She's a little bit older than I am. She, I think she had some injuries. She's moved from the Illinois area to somewhere out West. Can't tell you where now. And um, she always said, always make sure you run half and always carry your own hydration. So I'd always been one to wear a water belt with my own water belt bottles and stuff. And I've just gotten, so I've learned that for the most part, when I'm running Fast Pro, because I they have excellent aid stations. Oh, absolutely. And I know they struggle to get volunteers and it just breaks my heart. But um, so we got to have the volunteers if we're going to have races. But I've just learned that I just walk through the aid stations and because I can't drink out of a cup anyway, unless I'm walking or almost stopped. And I just use that as a slowdown time. I walk, I drink, and then I start going again. And A, I don't get weighed down from the water bottles that I'm carrying. Mm -hmm. just that or my family will have them for me and they'll give them to yeah, me that's right. what I did at the half they'll hand yeah. it to me I'll take a few sucks out of it and I throw it back and I pick it up for me yeah yeah I have my own cheer team it's great that is great <laughs> so she said what again always do what run happy run happy run have you happy. ever have you ever been through a phase of training where you weren't happy and you had trouble finding that yeah. happy yeah I have I have, Tell me and, about you know, that. what I realized, I realized that I was doing it for the wrong reason. Yeah. I was too consumed by it. Um, I was letting it control my life instead of mm -hmm. me controlling it. Mm -hmm. I was getting upset when I would think, okay, this is how I'm going to do the things today. And I'm going to do it this and this, and then something would happen. It was just normal things. And then I wouldn't get to do it the way I wanted to, or yeah. go out when I wanted to go out or heaven forbid my kids would need something. And I was catching up grown kids at that point. And I was recognizing I'm, this isn't what this is about. I, yeah. I this, is, this has turned into something more than what it was meant to be. Yeah. And, um, I kept running, but then it was finally, I had this, this epiphany that I needed to get back to what it was, what it was all about. Mm -hmm. And the recollection that not everybody can do this. Yeah. And, um, then all of a sudden it just, wow. I, it, there was just like just something came over me. I was out running and running just became like super easy again at that time. Oh, so God, I go through phases and my phases now, I don't run as much as I used to. Yeah. I still run, you know, but yeah. today I ran on my treadmill and I ran a little yeah. over four miles. You know, I, but there was a day when I think four miles, come on, get around like 10 or 15. Yeah. Nah, I don't have to anymore if I don't want to. What kind of cross training do you do? Um, well, we don't belong. To, well, we do belong to the Evangel University, Jim. It's it's small. We can go there for free. My husband works as an adjunct there, so we can go for free. Um, so, but I I will use like their weights, the the assisted weights. I use them some. Mm -hmm. um, 
and do a lot of walking. So on a day that I don't run, I tend to walk at least on my treadmill for at least 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, I'll do some of my own things at home, push-ups, side planks, some of that kind of stuff. You know, I'm, just, I'm fighting against that whole thing after 50 and yeah, yeah. That, changes. You know, I'm fighting against that so that I don't change too much. I don't want to start putting weight on now that I'm, yeah. you know, I'm in my late 50s, aren't I? Yeah, I guess 57 is late 50s. Um, it happens fast. <laughs> it does. I don't, I don't want to start putting weight on when I've been the yeah. size I, I am now for quite a while. So I, that's a lot of the stuff that I will do. Um, I don't bike. I don't have a bike. Um, I did have a phase all of 2021. I couldn't run any races that I had signed up for because I got plantar fasciitis on my right foot and it would not go away. So we belonged to the Y at the time. And so I just rode the bike like crazy. And if I was supposed to have ran 10 miles that day, I ran, I ran, sorry, I rode the bike as long as it would have taken me to have ran 10 miles. Yeah, right. Um, and so I did a lot of spin that year. But um, so I just do a lot of that stuff on my own. I do know that stretching too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I know that I had asked you about one of your favorite quotes okay. and I wanna know what that is. Okay, Your favorite running quote. Okay, let me give you, I'll give you the serious one. Okay, okay. I want to hear them both. Well, of course, you know Philippians, <laughs> Philippians four thirteen, Romans, ah. Romans four thirteen. Okay, isn't that terrible? I'm supposed to know it. And I have to look. <laughs> oh my goodness, because I I was thinking about something else today and then I forgot. No, yeah, Philippians four thirteen. I'm the last thing in Romans. Philippians four thirteen. The the, the whole premise that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I've thought that many times when I've been out running and I just am like, I'm done. I feel like I'm dying. I'm like, okay, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I know that's kind of taken out of context in a sense, you know, I'm using it for how it works for me, but still, if I remember the perspective and I put it into why I do it, yeah. then it's true. Yeah. But my, my, it's, it's more of a mantra, I guess, than a quote yeah. and it's pass out before you die. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's my quote. You pass out before you die. My daughter, one of my daughters, I've got two girls and a son. My middle one's a girl and she had a singlet made for me that says you pass out before you die. And Aww. I've worn that a lot of races and I get a lot of compliments on it. Yeah. But that's just, it's become my, it's become my mantra. <laughs> okay. Before we go, and I would love for you to come back and we'll focus more on some of that fitness as we age, uh -huh. because I think you, you can speak to that. You're experiencing it. And I would love for you to talk more on that and some nutrition stuff. But before we oh, yeah. dive too much into that next time, right now, what is, do you have a pre-race meal and what is your post-race race indulgent? Uh -huh. My pre-race meal is yes. usually a piece of whole grain toast with one or two fried eggs on top. Okay. And always a cup of coffee. I, okay. I wake up to a cup of coffee first thing in the morning with a little bit of half and half in it, no sugar, a little bit of half and half in it. And then a lot of times I'll make that second cup. So I, I can have one last sip of coffee before I start out. That's even just a regular rate run. Yeah. I like that last sip of coffee, that taste in my mouth before I take really? off. And I don't know why, but I like that. <laughs> okay. And afterwards, pizza. Pizza. What kind? <laughs> oh gosh. I don't care. <laughs> Any. Restaurant takeout pizza. I love Rocco's. 
but I mean, just about, I don't do a lot of like the pepperoni and stuff anymore, but, um, used to be like a super Supreme, but now yeah. even if it's just a veggie pizza, I just, that, that are pancakes, but I love, uh, I'd far rather have pizza. Pizza. Oh, I top. love it. I love it. All right. Top. Leave us with some encouragement, leave us runners and aspiring runners with some encouragement before we go. Okay. You know what? Here's my encouragement and I'll try okay. to do it without getting curious. Run because you love it because it's a gift. God has given any, every one of us that runs. God has given us that as a gift. Don't ever take it for granted. I've too often seen people when I'm out running and God, I know he does this that are in a wheelchair that are so severely to a point that they can't walk. And I'm always reminded and I always thank God. Thank you for reminding me again, what this is all about because it is a special thing. And as many, we see thousands and thousands and thousands of runners, but it's still a very special thing. It's elite, it's an elite group of people that can run. It is. So keep running, keep smiling and do it because you can and never take it for granted. And if you've thought about starting and you haven't, just go start. and start. Don't start with it. Sometimes start. being a big being a beginner is the greatest because you don't have anything to compare it to. Just oh, yeah. go, go yeah, and, 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 and start slow and yeah. try to be an, and as, as runners that we've been doing it for a while, remember what it was like to be that Yeah, and be an encouragement because if it hadn't been for my friend, Karen, when I was in college saying, come on, I'll run with you. Ah, oh, I love it. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be a runner. I don't think so be that encouragement for somebody and encourage them and say, come on, let's do it together. Go get somebody and go out and run. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Brenda. I appreciate it. I hope you'll come back. Oh, and I'd love to. Yes. Be sure you're following along at runradio.net, all the social media at Run Radio Station. And we look forward to seeing you again soon. Thank you so much.